All right, welcome back. 800-859-0957. 800-859-0WJ. We're wrapping about this debate tonight. And if you're thinking, oh, is there a GOP debate tonight? Nope. Nope. It's just Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom going at it from Georgia. And Georgia, I mean, certainly has turned to a different shade of red over the last couple of, of election cycles. It's gone much more purple. I'll tell you that. And the Republicans are making a much larger effort to to hit Georgia in a different way, to hit Georgia in a more impactful way. Because they've come up empty in Georgia, at least from a federal standpoint, the last couple of election cycles. So this this debate tonight between Gavin Newsom and, and Ron DeSantis, look, I don't know that who asked for it. I'm not sure of how important it is. But I think from my perspective, this is a way for Ron DeSantis to put all of his chips in the middle of the table. This is kind of an all-in approach for Ron DeSantis. There are no other Republicans on stage. He is speaking from a position of authority. He is speaking on a, from a position of, these are my policies. And there's nobody here to tell me it's right, it's wrong, yell at me, you know, whatever. None, none of that exists for Ron DeSantis. On the other side, Gavin Newsom who, you know, you read stories from, from different people, you hear things, and there is a, a, at least in some circles, a idea that Gavin Newsom is, is running some shadow campaign in the event that Joe Biden can't go, in the event that Joe Biden changes his mind and isn't going to run for president anymore. And the idea is that Democrats would put Gavin Newsom to the front of the line. Now, he has spent the last couple of months poo-pooing that idea. He has... He's been very dismissive of the idea that he is going to be the next leader of the Democratic Party. But it's very interesting that he would agree to something like this when he really doesn't need to. 800-859-0957. Let's go to Dave in Rochester. Hello, David. Hey, Chris. How are you? Good, man. What's going on? I disagree with you totally. This is a very useful, relevant, uh, timely uh, debate of actual policies uh, chasm between the Republican Party, the new Republican mega party, and the current Democratic progressive liberal party. Uh, I think these are two guys. You have Florida, Florida is the mega's darling as far as thinking they have all all the state's results that are superior to California. And, and, and Newsom will inform those viewers that no, here's the data. Here's where you could go find the data. The United States Bureau of Economic Analysis, the actual government data, as far as like our per capita income, even when you adjust it for their higher cost of living, is superior. Whether you take median or the wealth per capita, the, the disposable income per capita, you know the the education levels attained per capita on average. All right, so Dave, let me let me ask you a couple of questions. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, let me ask you a couple of questions here. A, do, who, who do you think stands the most to gain? And B, do you think Gavin Newsom, part of this, the idea of agreeing to something like this, you think this is this is him putting his foot forward, saying that he's the guy if, if Joe Biden can't go? Yeah, he's got no other shot. He's falling behind this. He, my God, he's going on Bill Maher. He's going on things he never would have dreamed of going on before because right. he's, he's, he's so far behind. And who's to gain from this? Biden. Joe Biden's to gain from this as well as Newsom. Huh. Interesting. All right, Dave. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Let's go to Eric and Dexter. What's up, E? Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Uh, 
I think that uh, we're going to see the policies of two radically different uh, camps. And Nikki Haley doesn't have a record, but Ron DeSantis does have a record, and it's exemplified in his state of Florida. And and uh, Newsom's record is exemplified in his state of California. So this is well, okay, but, well, uh, Eric. Eric, can I just let me just? I just want to correct you on one thing, and I'll give you more time. She was the governor of South Carolina. All right, so that's that's a pretty solid piece of information to go off of it's not just a small sample size and she was the ambassador to the united to the united nations for the united states with donald trump i mean that that is a that's a pretty serious resume i think we've never heard about her record hardly at all though other than international stuff we want to hear a little more about domestic issue there are tons of domestic issues right now that are going begging, and everybody can be an armchair general uh, talking sure. about foreign politics. And she may have done some of those things, but we're at a time for domestic policy. Okay. All right, good stuff, Eric. I appreciate the call. Thank you. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. This is not a surprise. Uh, and look, we'll continue to field your calls, but I do want to throw this into the mix because this is something that we have been looking for and now it's officially done. In Corktown, there is now the first wireless charging roadway in the United States. And it's located right there on 14th Street near Michigan Central. It's just a quarter mile stretch. But below the surface, there are uh, technologies that allow your vehicle to absorb a charge as you drive over the roadway. It's very cool, very futuristic, and here to talk about it is Jennifer Mefford, the national co-chair of the Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Training Program. Jen, it's good to have you. Great to be here, Chris. Uh, this this is isn't, exciting, like I said, it's not, it? It, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that we didn't expect it. We knew the construction was going on. We knew this was coming. But now that it's finished and it's operational and it works, if you, if you got your, your EV, you drive over it, you get a little juice, I think it's very cool, very exciting. Yeah, I think it's really appropriate that it be located as part of this innovation hub in Corktown, you know, next to New Lab. It, you know, it, it really is just appropriate that we have that as a test area for the technology and that, you know, the intention really of the roadway is to prove out wireless, uh, wireless embedding into a roadway system with delivery vehicles. Think about mass transit. Think about anything that's on a route that's either going to be idling or traveling along a similar route. Similar to a wireless cell phone charger, um, it transfers the electric electricity directly through a magnetic field um, when there's a receiver that kind of comes over those coils. So it's a pretty cool technology. I think we're going to be seeing more of this. How, yeah, and that, that was kind of my next question. I think that obviously the the infrastructure of charging stations and and those pieces of the infrastructure are very important but when when you're able to put this type of charging inside a roadway where you don't have to you know it's no muss no fuss you're just able to go about your business and get a charge all at the same time how realistic in the next 30 seconds i have left here how realistic is it that we would see in the near future even a majority of roadways fitted with this type of technology you know, I think that they're just putting those those coils just down into the construction, but the rest of the roadway process is similar to what it is for building a road today. So I think it's scalable, and that's part of what this track hopes to really prove out 
but we are also seeing some really interesting technology through um, Y-Tricity at the Detroit Smart Parking Lab, and those are wireless pads, Chris, that you or I would pull our vehicles onto, right? Maybe that you're having in a garage at your home or a garage or a, a, a position at work where we would be driving onto those. So I think we're just sure. starting to see wireless coming our way. Yeah, and, and it's it's a whole other way of charging your vehicle, uh, and it, it's certainly exciting, even though we knew it was coming. Still very cool. Uh, Jennifer Mefford, thank you so much. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, you got it. Uh, 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Uh, let's get to the news, get you caught up on a couple big stories happening today. Uh, lots to do still. Uh, so don't go anywhere. Chris Renwick uh, with you here this afternoon on JR Afternoon right here on WJR.